You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to Hello Sport Podcast. I'm unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. It's also the year of the birds, so fuck you to all you Eels fans. Fuck you, respectfully. Um, back for another week. I don't know, I, going off the sound of your voice this morning when I called you in the cafe, you sounded like you weren't as fresh as I know you to be generally. But I didn't know that you had a large weekend particularly. I'm fresh. Are you fresh? Yeah. Kids fresh? Kids fresh. Did you do any cold plunge or anything? Yeah, I cold plunged on Saturday. No, not this morning. No. Fuck no. Not on Monday morning, Tom. Never. Yeah? No, I like to ease into the day on Mondays. Dude, I... I know people like to get up and at it. Jeff Athletic, dude, he's up there swimming Clavelli every morning. I'm like, I want to do it. I really do want to do it. Run, swim, but I just can never be fine. I I personally, punters and dribblers, this is just a personal preference. Mm. I like to roll into the week. As in roll out of bed, get up, walk the dog, week started. Week commenced. Slowly get quicker. Yeah. Like, just warm into it. Getting up, being like, fuck it out. God, it's not really my style. It's not your style. No, it's not my style. I wouldn't be true to myself if I did that. Yeah. Okay. And sure. I think sometimes you just need to admit where you're at. Mm. But I haven't had a big weekend. We had a, I had we a had, reasonably well, big Friday. Yeah, sure. Thursday? Big Thursday. So, thir- well, Did Thursday. Did have a big Thursday. Thursday, live stream, Scope and Mace, Manly v Eels, Manly famous win. Ruben Garrick over first try scorer, manly famous win. I actually, that that night gave me one of the more egregious hangovers I think I've had in recent living memory. Like, I was in all sorts of trouble on Friday. Yeah, I, it was a KFC day on Friday, and four, or five, four episodes of The Last of Us just dusted the season. Yeah, I I didn't. I looked after my fucking chick. Listen, yeah, I know. You've got kids. Cool. Um <laughs> We got carried away. Sorry, you ate KFC. Yeah. Wow. There you go. There's a fucking shocker. Sat on the couch and did fuck all. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. What, what insight? No, but mate, I think people are getting bored of the kids stuff. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, so sorry. Well, what, what's <laughs> regale us with the KFC yarn? No, it better no, be I'm, fucking I'm saying, good. All I'm saying is, yeah, we know you had to look after kids. Sure. Well, you don't we, actually. We just assume that every day. Technically, it's don't a we? Friday, and I should. Don't we just assume that every day? No, I'm not looking after him now. I don't know. If you're at home, you are. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> They're not in here with us. Anyway, we got carried away on Thursday. But we did get carried I'd away. I'd say this. I would say this. I thought I, I broke a knuckle. I would say this, Tom. I think you are given permission to get carried away if your side humps an old rival. Yeah. Looks for all intents and purposes like they're going to win the comp. Mm. And you got... A real thoroughbred, a real alpha male Willie Mason in the studio with you sort of, I'm not going to say encouraging you, but just getting you in the mood. One of the great comments on the actual stream was like, Scope and Mason look like two older brothers watching their younger brothers drink for the first time. Yeah, probably did look like that. Probably did. In fairness though, you and I are more the techie veterans, so I feel like we were the ones setting the, setting the tone there. By the time they left, they looked half dead. We kept going. Well, we've heard stories, mm. right? So, I mean, you gotta you gotta have techie runs on the board. Ask yeah. Sebo. Ask Seb. Ask Sebo. Ask Sebo about techie runs. Because if you don't have techie runs on the board, techie will come for your soul. There, there is. I've heard rumors anyway, and I don't remember, but there's a rumors that there's a video out there of two young podcasters getting fucking into a stink <laughs> with each other in the studio, a friendly stink. I haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> 
But I woke up on <laughs> Friday with a bruised knuckle and I said to Steph, I think I've got arthritis. And she goes, well, it's bruised. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. There is a rumour going out. It, there's a rumour doing the rounds that two young podcasters with... Very young podcasters. With great hair. Yeah. Great backs. Great, really, great yeah. sacks. Yeah, great sacks. Great might have got in. Might have got into a, a midnight wrestle. Mm. I can't confirm or no. deny that. Largely because I don't remember. Um, I have brief flashbacks, but that that may well have been a dream. That could have been a dream. Know. I heard rumors, and I can't confirm it because again, who knows what was a dream and what wasn't. But that at one point, one podcaster had their hands wrapped around the other <laughs> podcaster's throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I heard that rumor. I too. heard it, and then another one where someone grabbed another one by the fucking dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though. Both rumors. Both rumors unconfirmed. Correct. I think. But look, but they could just be rumors. They could be rumors. Hard to say. Mm. Um, <laughs> it was a good night. It was actually a fucking fun night. Absolute <laughs> ball terror. But that is what happens. You know what? Like, it's not every night you have fucking Scope and Mason on a stream getting stuck in. No, it's not every night. And you got to celebrate good nights, Tom. Mm. you got to celebrate wins, club wins. Obviously, as the unofficial boy of the, the Manly Seagulls, mm. boy of boys in the top 30 on contract, it was our job to boy the boys mm. by getting loose. Yep. Um, I also, from memory, I think it was potentially your best Titanic trivia. This is almost why I was wearing the hat today, just as a bit of a nod to you. It was a good one. I think that people really warmed or uh, enjoyed how I was fucking comparing Jay Chaboyevic with the iceberg. Yeah. Obviously, Jay Chaboyevic likes to snap people in half. What happened to the Titanic? He got snapped in half, yeah. literally. Yep. So Iceberg dead ahead. Iceberg dead ahead. He's actually Jake Chaboyevich dead, dead ahead. Jake lines that fucking ship up and bolts. I wouldn't mind someone making that into a, a meme. Yes, that would be good. Someone Just put make Jake Chaboyevich's face on the iceberg and get him to drop yeah. the shoulder, snap the boat. It was fun though. Congratulations to whoever won. I have no idea. Um, uh, well, Manly won. That's who won. No, I'm talking about the Titanic trivia. I know, and I'm just telling you Manly won. Uh, the Eels did not win. The Eels now 0-3. Will be 0-4 on Thursday when they take on the Penrith Panthers. But what a great start to the weekend. Um, There's nothing quite like punters and dribblers. Obviously, if you go for a shit club like West or the Eels or something, like you won't know what I'm talking about. But mm. if you go for a great club, winning early in the week... And you can't win earlier than Thursday. No, you can't. And don't don't crap on with that Sunday's the start of the week bullshit. Because no, we're not talking uh, about that. You're, no, getting, it's not. you're getting too cute. Why do they make Sunday the start of the week? I don't. It doesn't even really make logical sense. Why, why wouldn't Monday just kick things off? It, listen, it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. You've got to truck hard on a truth seed until you get to fucking Thursday when things get a bit easier. And then Friday, easier still. And then Saturday, you rip. And then Sunday, you chill. Yeah. You've got to chill at the end. But that's the end. It's not the start of the week. You don't chill first. It's never made sense to me. Sunday's not the start of the week. Monday's the start of the week. Always has been. I don't even... It doesn't make any sense to me why that would be the case. No. Unless it's, it's just like someone really married to their beliefs. Like, no, fucking Sunday, Lord's Day. Maybe it's something to do with the Lord. 
It's kind of a hangover from like religious calendars. There you go. Yeah, but but didn't God create shit and then rest? Yeah, didn't he, he rest at the end? No, nah, but he rested on the Saturday. That's why Saturday is the day of Sabbath for us chosen people. Of oh, the Jewish faith. is that why for the chosen? Yes. Well, I thought Sunday was the Lord's day. Well, maybe for people like Christians who aren't the chosen people, like oh. Jewish people. Oh, so he rested on Saturday for well, the chosen. For the chosen. I can't speak for other religions. Yeah, what, what, do you call, for the what do you call like not us because I'm not religious, but like people who aren't the chosen people? Is it like is there some sort of like something? Ice? Yeah, there's goys, Gentiles or goys. I know goys. Yeah, but Gentile was maybe Gentile, the one I'm thinking yeah. of. Gentiles. So yeah. we're Gentiles. Yeah, yeah, Gentiles. Interesting. That makes Food sense. For thought. Food it for makes thought. sense that it's a religious is it, thing. So is a Gentile a good thing or a bad thing? Well, it's to just them a person who's not Jewish. Right. Okay. To them it's a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. To those people. What's a, what's a, what's a, what'd you say? Gyoza? Gyoza? Goy. 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 I had gyozas yesterday, eight of them, and it's just been in my head the whole time. <laughs> you had eight gyozas. Hey. <laughs> That's oh. a Sunday serving. <laughs> yeah. Too many. Yeah. Too I had many. a, I had a wrap and roll for breakfast at fucking... 2.30. Listen, eight, eight gyozas to yourself is too many. You know what, dude? I reckon if you really hung eight gyozas... No, 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 enough. no. But, but, if, but it's, it wasn't in isolation, Tom. Oh, it was okay. with spring rolls and okay. fucking shitloads of sushi yeah, and okay, shitloads right, of right, sushi. Right, so in, so, so you're mixing... Because isn't gyoza more of a Chinese dish or is it Japanese? But you... No, nah, they're Japanese. Japanese. Okay, there you go. They're probably I'm, both. Just taking this uh, Manly 13 plus year of the bird jumper off because it's very warm, but I just thought it was important to wear it at the start. Good for you, buddy. Thanks, mate. Um, we're a little bit all over the place here, but back to what I was saying, winning early in the week is fucking terrific because it sets yourself up for a, a, a great weekend where you can just chill out knowing you've got two points in the bank, knowing you're humped to lose a side, and knowing your boys look great. Now, to the game itself, could Manly have started hotter, more triumphantly? No. Nah. Not really. Ruben goes over. Thanks for fucking nothing. Now, wrong TV there, Davey. Oh. Let's be honest, punters and dribblers. Is anyone more tapped in to the hunting or the uncovering of omens than Tom and I? No. What we do now, and this is a foolproof plan, a foolproof approach, and you know we're basically we're one from one, so it's foolproof. Is that each week you need to dedicate time to sifting through your the week that was. Sifting through your days, just making sure that you didn't let any omens brush past you. Now, what will you'll find is usually you will come up with more omens than you actually need or that actually exist. Yes. So, well, no, you'll you'll mistake an everyday happening. Right. Well, but yeah, it's exactly it's not a real omen, right? But you're finding you you end up finding more, and then it is just about I guess working out what is the the truest of omens. And for us, it was that we came into the studio on Thursday morning. The first person we saw as Eddie's lovely wife, Ella, and her business partner, Steph, were doing a po- their podcast with none other than Ruben Garrick's sister, Grace Garrick. She was the first person we saw. First person we saw that day is a Garrick. What is the first thing that's going to happen in the Manly Eels game? It's going to be a Ruben Garrick tribe. Bang. Thanks for coming. See, that's easy. If you know what you're doing. But you've got to be good. But there are other ones around. Some dribbler sent me a message Thursday Arvo saying that on Millionaire Hot Seat, there was a question about DCE. I'm like, fuck. But then I thought maybe that was just Channel 9 weaseling in a DCE question on a night where, man, DCE is going to play. 
Was he an option or was he the question? He was, I think it was like, which club does Australian and Queensland halfback Daily Chervens play for? Something like that. Again, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. He doesn't score. I'd seen Josh Alloway. Alloway? Alloway. Alloway at the basketball, at the base, at the boxing for five. Get it so. together. Carrying four waters. Tom and I spoke at length about that omen in the car and Tried decided, to work it out. like, what carrying four waters was so specific, it seemed like it was suggestive of something. We came to the conclusion that it meant nothing at all. Mm. And we were right. And we were right, obviously. Except there were four different try scorers. I now see it. Right, but I mean, can you even, you can't even bet on that. He was just, I think, I think Josh was showing us that there will be four manly boys at school. Okay, right. Which there have been. Well, I appreciate him doing that for us. Uh, but we looked really fucking good. Yeah, sure. We let in some points. Yeah, sure. Our defense could have been better, but. Listen, the 70th to 80th minute wasn't great for the no, club. No. But you take that out, it's a lapse of judgment. Yeah. You know what, punters and dribblers? You can fix lapses in judgment. That's, a, that's an easy fix. Our first 30 minutes defensively was terrific. Unbelievable. And you take out the three tries at the end of the game and the yields get absolutely humped. fucking humped into the earth. Yeah. Absolutely humped into the earth. Yeah, they left it too late. Uh, the yield's not very good. That's just the way it is. Um, but, mate, I'm just happy with that. You know, there's not too much. There was one Tom Trebojevic try... Obviously, the one where Schuster put that like delightful chip kick over, but the one where he just basically goes, oh, we're kind of close to the line, and I'm just going to get the ball, like one off the ruck, and just run as hard as I fucking can at whoever's standing there. Like, that's that's like front rower shit, but front rowers more often than not just get held up there, whereas Turbo's like, oh, I'm just going to run over everyone. Didn't that feel like 2021? Yeah, it did. It did. It was just, it was the like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Eels defense, back rower, like not even, it didn't run it like no one, he ran it a back rower. I'm just going to run over you. Hope that's okay. I'm going to run over the fucking top of you, mate. And then you're going to try to hold me up and I'm just going to spin out of it. Just pull, pull away and just put the ball down. Has Tom ever been held up in goal? I don't think so. I'm like, just vibe checking this thing. I don't think he ever would have been held up. He's in goal. never been held up. I don't think he can be held up in goal. It's too big. He's too strong. He's too powerful. Oh, too elite. Too Brad elite. Parker in his 100th. What a nice moment. Yep. What a nice moment for the club and for a for, And for Brad, junior. for a stalwart. For a club stalwart. For a junior. For a local junior. I was, I, look, I did catch myself ruminating about the makeup of our side when Jason Saab is fit for selection. Mm. Does Tuopolotu stay on the wing and Ruben go into the centres for Brad or... Stubby cool a can of cola and then Saab on the wing. Or do you keep fucking do you just get rid of Tuipelotu for Saab? I, I think I think I would I would suggest Tom that Tuipelotu makes way for Saab. I would I would probably suggest the if same. I'm, if I'd say I'm we're having, probably a stronger side. I don't think But you, Ruben wanted to play center, so who knows? No, I've I've seen other interviews of him saying, No, I'm happy on the wing. Okay. I saw good. that. That's now good. Brad Parker is such a defensive handful. Like, he's good stuff. He's good stuff. You need a center out there who's prepared to snap. Snap. And strike fear into the hearts and minds of beaters across from him. 
That's right. Because he gets into the... He, he infects the hearts and the minds of beaters. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. That's what a true alpha male does. That's what ants do. Ants infect the hearts and the minds, David. Now, beaters. we don't want to obviously turn this into... Like, we obviously... Some of you may know we're Manly fans, but it's not all we are. You wouldn't be able to tell, I don't think. I don't think so. Um, but what was the, the Friday games? Friday night, you and I didn't get to watch them live because we were at a very seen little party. We were. With shout like, out to Louie. Shout out to Louie and Five by Flynn. Uh, we our were boy. There. Our boy, our son, Louie. Our son. We Just, were, um, it was like, it was a real, like, model. It list. felt like a fucking scene out of Zoolander in some instances. Fucking oath it did. I said to Tom at one point, I go, dude, we forgot to wear our singlets. Yeah, we were like, we're underdressed here. I saw a dude. I hope this doesn't offend anyone. I'm not, I'm not having a shot. I'm just talking about how seen it was. He had, like humongous flared white pants that like came out so wide they covered his shoes then he was wearing like a t-shirt with like it was like a midriff and a pearl necklace and i'm looking at him hooking up with like one of the hottest chicks i've ever seen i'm like what is going on here like where am i i'm in the fucking twilight zone i didn't realize pearl necklaces were in in that world pearl necklaces so in pearl necklaces with like young hot dudes at the moment or like young dudes who want to be the young hot dudes who aren't hot, but well, there's there is, there is that as well. And that's there's a really, really great point that Tom's making here, punters and dribblers, is that there are young men out there wearing that are hot, wearing pearl necklaces and getting away with it. Yes. Because they're so hot. Yeah. There's also guys who want to be hot, maybe friends with someone hot. That's what there's a lot who, of who 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 swims in the same circles but not swimming as well. Painted fingernails. Nothing wrong with any of this. I just think that They're observations. Observations. And I think that there is an argument to be made that there's like fashion trends, right? Where maybe it's like a type of sunglasses that's in or like a type of shoe or whatever. But the like pearl necklaces, painted fingernails, fucking Flared white jeans. All cargo-y pants Car- are very soon to be in. Yes. Well, that's... See, that's more to, girls, that, potentially. That, but cargo pants, to me, is more just like... That's more par for the course. It's like... No, it depends how many shit. pockets you've got. It, well, that's a great point. But what I was saying is... If you've got, if you've got 30 pairs of pockets on oh, that's too many fucking pockets. What do you got to carry, dude? You don't, no one's got that many keys. But the pearl necklace thing is something I think that like you'll look back on if you're a pearl necklace operator when you're like two years from now. and be like... Fuck, that was weird. See, I'll give you an example, punters and dribblers. If you don't look like Reese Walsh, take the pearl necklace off. Yeah. That's the problem, right? You need to look like Reese Walsh to pull off the pearl necklace. Because Reese Walsh is fucking drop get drop dead gorgeous. And he's got those he's got those eyelashes. There's almost there's almost something to be said for long, gorgeous, voluptuous eyelashes and pearl necklaces working. Yeah, and like chiseled jawlines and shit. Yeah. And like, you know, dreamy eyes. Yeah. But you must know as well that even if you are a hot dude wearing a pearl necklace, the pearl necklace is still pretty much wearing you. Like not, there are very few people who can escape unscathed in my educated opinion. I've seen some winters. <laughs> in my educated opinion, it's, it's, very, it's very hard to escape unscathed wearing a pearl necklace. It's almost the first thing I'll notice. Even if you are hot, yeah, it, it's almost it's almost always the, the first thing you'll notice for the reasons you just explained. Yeah, it's very difficult, punters and dribblers, to avoid having the necklace wear you. 
And that's just because of the very makeup of the necklace itself. Pearls are bold. Pearls are as bold as they get. You don't even see that many chicks rocking pearls, I don't think. Dude, it's like Marilyn Monroe and shit. Pearl necklaces, to me... Lisa Simpson. Remind... Lisa Simpson. Shout out to Lisa Simpson. She could rock them. Pearl necklaces do remind me a little bit of, like, uh, your sort of, like, snooty North Shore mum. Yes. Who gets her head on every day. Every day. And wears, like, Polo Ralph Lauren exclusively, like, shirts and shit. Gets it done every day. Every day. Yeah. You know? Gets the blow dry. Yeah. That's the vibe I get for pearl necklaces. Now, I'm cool. If you're a 24-year-old model, jacked out the ass, dripping in pearls. Good Wearing a you. midriff. Wearing a midriff whilst hooking up with the hottest chick there. Hey, listen. Power to you, bro, because it's working. It's fucking working. But I'm just saying, we were definitely <laughs> in a scene out of Zoolander. We were. It was a great night, though. Great but fun. Five, but where's those, the Zoolander, those Zoolander parties are a lot of fun. Yeah, they are a lot of They're fun. They're a lot of fun. I'll say that right now. Mate, I was, Steffi, it was, uh, you know, me and Steph got a night out, so that was nice. And we were very much like, oh, fucking hell. Look at this little hip joint we've just tripped into here. Yeah. Mum and dad. It's just, it, things like that for Tom and I are just reminding ourselves, like, we can, we may not be that young anymore, comparatively. Visually, we still are, but just like age, though, you know. If you but we'll bring, young, we'll bring young energy. Oh, yeah. Know that. We can still we can still mix it with a twenty four year old a room full of twenty four year old. Models. Oh, we'll mix it. We'll fucking mix it. Don't worry about that. What was also funny was people that were older trying to actually mix it because there was a few people there that I like seeing that as well. Where it's like, you are definitely too old to be like. No, you know, you know. Listen, you're never too old to do anything, but it's very clear when you are very old comparatively, and you're like still, you know, like fucking. Basically, pearl necklacing it up at these things. You know, there's, like, there's a couple <laughs> of those where I'm like, okay, calm down. Calm down. But, but shout out to our son. Yeah, Congratulations, shout out to son. mate. Great. Was that like an, his end of summer party? I am going to have to have a butter menthol in, in just while I'm talking here. I'll try not to make it gross, but my throat. I think, I think young, hot people, they've partied the end of fucking seasons, dude. Mm. It's a seasonal thing. They I just, didn't realize that. No. Obviously, I, I've never been like. Maybe I've never been invited into that world. That's what I'm thinking as well. Like I don't, I never really went to parties that hot. I don't think we never got invited to parties that hot. No, that that was a hot party. We had to get old to before we could get in. Before we could get in, yeah. And now it's kind of counterproductive because now it's too late. It's too late. We're we're married. We're we're married. Shit, like, but you know, maybe you'd wish that you were younger, hotter, Hotter, pearled up, fucking hooking up with fucking tans and shit. Yeah, wearing midriff tops. Man, would you? You know what? That sort of sounds like a bit of fun mm. to look back and go, yeah, I mid-drifted. Yeah, at I the end of, every night. end of summer party, then there's an end of autumn party, and there's a fucking, probably a start of winter party, and then an end of winter well, party. I'm looking for, well, I'm looking forward to that. What do pagans do? Were they seasonal-based? Who was like the, the ritual? Again, I'm probably wrong with that, uh, but like, wasn't there <coughs> some sort of thing where it was like the seasonal? Paganism, I'm sure paganism or pag- paganists mm. used to celebrate seasons because the rising of the sun the summer solstice in the northern hemisphere which christianity tried to hijack by moving the birth date of jesus who was born in september punters and dribblers now you're learning Mm. they move it to the end of december to do what get in on that paganist shit and then that's the rising of the sun who's the sun jesus christ son of who god God. but he's the sun the sun rises all that shit comes back you getting it you keeping up 
You still looking for paganism over there, bud? Yeah, no, no, no. So paganism as a general thing uh, basically used to describe in the time of the Bible and whatever, any religion that was non-Christian or pre-Christian or non-Jewish or none of the big main ones. There were a lot of different things. None that of the big fours. Yeah, they're kind of grouped into paganism. But pagans do uh, worship or did worship, it says, pre-Christian gods and goddesses through seasonal festivals and other ceremonies. Bang. See, so, look, listen. We're at a pagan you, party. Listen, we're at a pagan party. <laughs> we're at a pagan. There was no sacrifices. None no, no, of that no, was no, paganist no. shit or not. It was, it was a pagan paganist fashion party. Do you reckon pagans wore, wore pearls? It wouldn't shock me if they did. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me if they did, Eddie. But they were probably like the the young, hip, hot fucks of the time. Fucking oath. Pagan parties, dude. A lot of fun. Mm. R- highly recommend them. Again, shout out to our son, Louis. Yeah. And but, where, where's where's Five by Flint? Where do you want to go? If you uh, it's... Dave's getting no, the address yeah. up. The it's, it's off Oxford Street. It's not all, on yeah. Oxford Street. You see us wearing hats all the time with a five on it or a shirt with five by Flynn. That's it really is 16 Elizabeth Street, Paddington. There you go. Nip in there. Say, g'day, Tom and Eddie sent me code dribblers. <laughs> that may get you something. It something. may get you it something. Might not, it may though. not. I, uh, look, I wouldn't hold it against him if it didn't. But who knows? He is our son. So congratulations to our boy. It was a great night. And so what we're saying in a roundabout way is that when the Knights and the Dolphins and shit were playing, we were drinking margaritas. Yeah, we were drinking margaritas and techie, which um, was the theme of the weekend. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You'd, yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you follow along on my prof is what I'm saying is yeah. daddy, they are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style. Value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where, the you know, everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention there because if that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's live. Well, I'm just saying I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Well, no, you, we robbed you of two bets. 
two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you wrote. But for. I did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm going to I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do you didn't do two bets and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units. Tobler told me Tobler told me I, none of my all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler so, doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've we've now uncovered that. You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. Do you want to do a shout-out to KO now, Tom? Or yeah. do you want to do one at the start? Look, I don't think there's ever a bad time to remind people that if you miss the Friday games like we did, you were able to catch up with the KO minis, which we did. Uh, if which you, we did. If you felt like watching the games at home live, you were able to do it on KO, which I did for the other games of the round. The Knights losing to the Dolphins to the Fish was expected. It was expected. You and I had expected it, Tom. They're now three and zero, but it was expected. Jackson Hastings was in like he, he snubbed Sean O'Sullivan. Did he? What's going on there? I did see that. Yeah. What happened? Snubbed him. Went to hand, shake his hand. He's like, nah, brought him straight up. Straight really? up and beat him. Yeah. I mean, Jackson Hastings, who's been the talk of the town lately. Yeah, but again, like, what you're gonna? Yeah, I mean, everyone was like. Tommy Talao was a dick to him after the last game. And then he's gone and been a dick after the game. It just seems like controversy follows Jackson. Hey, Where the smoke is fire. Before this continues any longer, I should note this. He shook Sean O'Sullivan's hand and the hand of, I think, every player. But what specifically it says he's done here in the article is that he didn't look anyone in the eye. And didn't really say anything to them. He just kind of oh, kept walking and off. very unenthusiastic. Okay, so that's this, is, abs- this, that, is, this is that's a witch hunt. No, that is that's a witch hunt. I take it back. That's a Jackson Hastings witch hunt. Now he might be a big day. We don't know, but can't. That's a fucking. Witch that's hunt. a witch hunt. That's, that's a straight up and down witch hunt right there. That's 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 clickbaity bullshit. Yeah, he probably just did all he. How many tries did he have in the game? Like, was he the only reason that they were even in it? Probably. And he went off, I think. Yeah, he was. That's what it says in the article. It says he was filthy about having being forced off through HIA. Yeah, played uh, sixty nine minutes. Try assist. Do you have any? He had one try assist. One oh. TA, Tom. It's one TA. 
I tell you what, that's a bit of a witch hunt on Jackson Hastings. Yeah? It's a big time he witch didn't hunt. Look everyone in the eye. Who the fuck wrote that? Uh, <laughs> staff riders. I was going to say that. Oh, staff riders. They like riding behind the the old. Yeah. S-dub. No one. Not not me. I didn't write it. Listen, I don't think anyone expected the nice to wing. No, no ponga, tough stuff. But the fucking doves, baby. They just get out there and get the job done. Yeah, they do. They're fucking loving it. They're loving it, mate. Imagine you'd be frothing if you're up there on Redcliffe now. You'd be absolutely frothing. Imagine being one of the players going, "We're all like they were two. I think they were two dollars thirty-five or two dollars twenty favourites to win the spoon." Which we also were speaking about in our uh, two dollars twenty to win the spoon is fucking short, mate. We were talking about this though in the about even chat group with Sebo, and it being like the fact that no one picked the Tigers is just. That's, is we that got, the greatest wool pull of all time? Because we got hoodwinked by fucking journalists, baby, being like, holy fuck, the Tigers are red hot. It was it was good signings. And let's not forget, they were good signings they made. Like, fucking Coruscant is a good signing. Papali is a good signing. Bateman, who wasn't great on the weekend, but I think a good long-term signing. Into the fact that they just every single week would talk about the new centre of excellence and how they've got a pool now and it's in yeah, yours. they've got a pool. And you know what? I got hoodwinked by it. I, I'll put my hand up and I'll be honest. I'll go, that pool sounded pretty impressive to me. It did sound like a good pool. But speaking of pool, not pool, I think it's the greatest wool pool in recent memory. Getting me to believe in the Tigers. And then you're going, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, if you look at the top eight now, or the, the, just the, the, the ladder, and you're like, holy shit, no one would have predicted Broncos, Dolphins, Seagulls, Warriors... Uh, to be the top four, and then Panthers to be fifth, Titans, Roosters, Bulldogs. You'd no one would expect that to be a top eight. What a crazy fucking top. Then you go, Dragons ninth, whatever. The only thing that really makes sense is that the Tigers are still on the bottom. Eels, you're like, what the fuck? Cowboys, that's ridiculous. Knights, 14th, whatever. Storms, a shock. Sharks, a shock. Raiders and Dragons is probably the one where you're like, that's pretty normal. <coughs> but Listen. like... That's how shit the fuck the Tigers are. Tom, I'll, the Tigers I'll back. this week just became the first club since 1999 to start and finish a round in 17th place. Wait a minute. So they they st- they came into this round in 17th and they finished the round in 17th because there hasn't been 17 teams in a comp for a while. It's the first time since 99. Okay, that's right. A bit that's specific. a really niche stat. Yeah, that is. That's a really niche stat. And are you going to use that at trivia tonight? No, I'm not going to trivia tonight because I'm going to see My Chemical Romance. Oh, my God. That is My, my Chemical, chemical Romance. Romance. That is as dribbly as it gets. Wow. That is the equivalent of, like, going to watch, like, Guru when he goes and watches, like, under 15s, you know, rugby comps and shit. Like, My Chemical Romance was a band from, like, the 2006s. What's your favourite My Chemical Romance song? Oh, the whole Black Parade album is legendary. I'm not the hugest fan. I love that album, but it was tickets for my missus's birthday. So oh, that's nice. What's yeah. your favorite song? Favorite song? It probably is "Welcome to the Black Parade." That's like all famous last words. That's a good tune. Yeah, I was gonna say that one. Sure. Good uh, for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, good for you. That sounds. Like, that sounds like <laughs> quite a night. Now, <laughs> uh, the Tigers thing. Where, uh, someone said to me that when they sucked, or someone put it in the P's and D's page, do your own research. When they sucked, Madge. They were three and twelve. Yep. Since sacking him, they're zero and fifteen, or something like that. 
Can you confirm that, Dave, while I while I speak candidly about the West Tigers? Now, obviously we're out of sync here with the games, but it's come up of its own volition. It's come up because it's come up. It's come up because it's come up. What are the Tigers going to do, Tom? If they're 0-5 going into that game against the Eels, they lose that 0-6, you basically give them the spoon on that metric. That'll be back-to-back spoons. Now, Shenius was supposed to come in to steady the ship, but also to do what? To bring on Benji? To bring on Benji. To rear his boy and, mm. and you know, the master rears the apprentice. And that's in the very, like, not rears him, but brings him up. Brings him up. <laughs> yeah, very doesn't, Catholic churchy of you. He doesn't rear him, yeah. No. <laughs> they're they're 1-13 since sacking Madge. Okay. 1-13 right. yeah, since sacking And Madge. they were 3 from 12, I think. That's why they sacked him. Like, Madge does not seem to be the problem. Now, what the fuck is going to happen, realistically, if Benji Marshall, who is in the senior setup, if they go on and lo- win the next, win the spoon this year and then go fucking shit house next year, are you going to go, oh, yeah, Benji's the man? I think what you're seeing now Cause is... Because he's been... Because lo- he's learnt in a... In, in a, a system yeah, in of a system absolute of, chaos. But what you're seeing now, I reckon, as well, just going off like the um, the the sentiment in the comments, punters and dribblers page night is is a broken uh, populace of, of West Tigers fans. Like they're all broken now, and they're all like coming out, speaking out about being broken. They're like, this is it's becoming very very tough to be a Tigers fan. There's no, there's very little like, fuck you, we're in a fucking rebuild, we're doing all right, we need it. They're like. We don't actually have an answer here because we got good players and we still suck. Someone else, like, forcing Luke Brooks to stay. And this isn't, I'm not saying it's his fault. I just can't imagine. It's like a fucking, it's like a relationship where it's like, you guys are just, you know when people stay together and they really shouldn't? And you're like, listen, I know you love each other and you're both good people, but together you're not. Yeah, but you want to kill each other. Yeah. And that's not healthy. That's not healthy. You guys are arguing all the time. You don't get on. You're not good for each other. You don't bring out the best in one another. Is there... And Luke wanted to fucking leave. And then it's like, nah, but hold on. I'll be better. I'll be changed. Don't go. I've got you contractually. Or has he got got that? No, because he wanted to leave, didn't he? Mm, He was like, I want to go to the Knights. And then they go, nah, fuck it. You're staying. So it's not like like that um, condition you get where you fall in love with your Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. No. He hasn't got that. It's almost like the rugby league gods are looking to punish him. Now, like you, you're staying where you are, bro. He maybe, maybe. I don't know if he deserves punishment. The poor bastard. I know. I'm not. I'm years. not saying he does, Tom. But sometimes the gods move in mysterious ways. I'll say this: there is a very real chance that they fucking beat the storm on the weekend. Is that who they're playing next? Yeah. The storm suck right now. Yeah, they do, and. Listen, I've got to be honest with everyone, all punters and all dribblers. Mm. I've waited for this day. Same. For my entire life, basically. And here it is. For more than half of it. For a long fucking time. For the longest time. Mm. And I feel like we may finally have arrived at that very moment. Now, like where the fa- storm is shit. Now, obviously, they've got a couple of players to come they've back. Got some, they've that will got some boys things, out. but they. Still but doesn't don't have it them feel? Back. But doesn't it feel different? It still feels different. Like you you guys don't have the the strike in the forwards like you used to. 
even though you got Nelson out, is Nelson really your biggest forward? That like your main one that's out to come back. Yeah, yeah, that's it, though, right? Um, Everyone else we're seeing in and around the makeup is kind of like who you've got. Pretty much. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like a forward pack that is terrifying in the slightest. Like you lose both Bromwiches and Cheese. How many points did you score on the weekend against the Titans and still lose? Thirty-four. See, that's not the that's not the Melbourne Storm that fucking kept me up at night. No. The the the, the Melbourne Storm teams of yesteryear, even last year, wouldn't put thirty-four points on the Titans and lose. That is no. pathetic. Yeah, it's pathetic. That's that's an insult to the jersey, quite frankly. Now, obviously, you've got men out. Obviously, Mad Dog Munster not playing. I get that. But you put 34 rugby league points on the Titans. But also, it kind of says that like you are two players away from just total catastrophe, right? Like, you can't fucking do a thing. Well, it's like the human race is three days away from total anarchy to turn off the power and that's how far away we are yeah we are looking fucking punching on we are looking at uh some some regional farmland in case that does happen yeah bit of survivalist in us yeah shout out to the last of us for really yeah sparking those fears anyway the titans beating the fucking storm is just what the doctor ordered in my opinion the league needed a bit of a shake-up we need to i'm loving this right we now can, we need we need a bit of a you need to get the league and just shake it up a little yeah. bit and fuck all those i tell you what people at the top who've been up there for too fucking long you know, snow, all the globes? Sun. snow globes and you shake them up and glitter just goes everywhere yeah that's what we're doing right now we're shaking up the league baby yeah we're shaking that league up the storm you're sunburnt you've been in the sun too long fuck off go away go away down the bottom Let's fall outside the eight, why don't we? I think Let's get really chance. funky with yeah, this. Let's, let's get, get real funky eight. with this. What about no finals footy, bro? That'd be nice. That'd be nice. What did you did you watch the game, Dave? Yeah, I was watching the game. How are you, how are you buddy? You've been awfully you don't you don't you don't skip anywhere anymore. No, there's nothing you can do. You just really skip do. everywhere. With a little fucking grin on your face. Yeah. I just wanted to smack off. Yeah. yeah. And his little storm blanket that he'd put over his fucking lap <laughs> like he was an old woman in a fucking on a bus. <laughs> that stank. Trying as to well. keep warm. I know. When Evie was in here, I put it down in case she pissed on it. Unfortunately that didn't happen. But where, where, what do you, you got anything to say for yourself? It was, look, we conceded far too many tries just off the back of our own errors. That's the thing we've been missing. And I don't know if it's Munster that's bringing it on Nelson, but we had no discipline and we had no urgency. Like previously in seasons last year and the years before, if we were down by like 10 points with 10 minutes to go, it would be like, okay, nah, we've still got this game. We got time. We got the boys needed to do it. And yeah, like... We, so you didn't look, we didn't look like we wanted the to win that drop game. So do you reckon? Game. Yeah. No, but so do you reckon that if Munster's not on the field, everyone just goes, "I'm just going to drop it." Then it does almost mm. seem that maybe not the discipline, but the motivation. Like Munster would definitely get the boys up and just have the trust in there. Like Hughes should like, and Harry Grant's playing well, but there's not really anyone coming with him. Like he's making a lot of little half breaks, but there's no one backing up. Hughes needed to step up probably more so than he did. The Storm do look like a side that are not coming together. And we are missing that experience in the four-pack. Like you got, you got blokes out there coming real early. Yeah. yeah. By themselves. One Too out, early. One out low. One out, one out nuts. Just bang. Yeah. Like a minute into the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not good enough. No, yeah. not at all. Not good enough at all. But, but it's good to see. It's great. It's great to see. Poor old Bellamy. Yep. Just I reckon. Off. Do you, I reckon. I just get the sense that he's up there going. My sides are pooslinger now. Why the 
fuck am I still doing this? That's what I wanted to say. Why the fuck am I still up here? When he, at the start of the season, was on NRL 360, shout out to our good friend Brayton Astor of Jacked in the Off-Season fame. First, maybe episode, second episode, Bellamy's on there, and they're like, do you still enjoy it? And he's like, yeah. Some no. It. it was like, oh, dude, that is like the least inspired. If your coach is already like, yeah, I still enjoy some of it. This is probably my last year, though. Like, he's going, oh, he's, <coughs> he's fucking over it. And he probably can see he's got a team full of losers who aren't going to do shit. Mate, that was that was probably the most telling interview I've ever seen in rugby league. But in he hindsight, it's even more telling. 100%. Now, shit they well, are. Hind, hindsight's 2020, it but It is. He was so fucking over it. He looked flat as a tack. Like, he hasn't been on a holiday in fucking 30 years. Yeah. He looked absolutely exhausted. How old is he? He's getting well into his late 60s, is he not? Not late 60s, is he? Mids? Mid-60s? He's in his 60s for sure. 63, turning 64. So he's getting close to 65. He's got all the success in the world. He's dominated the league for fucking, what, 16, 20 years, whatever it is. Oh, more, yeah, 20-odd. 20-odd years. And he looks down at his, you know, a group of fucking studs and misfits, really. And goes, I'm fucking out of here, bro. I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. But... Because he's such a loyal fucker with the heart the size of Farlap, he's hanging around, I'm I'm presuming now, punters and dribblers, because there's no one else to take over. Billy Slater's probably like, fuck that, mate. Yeah, he has already been like, no, thank you. Being a first-grade coach would be fucking awful. Mm-hmm. It would be the worst possible job you could ever have. The stress would kill you. Yes. It would kill me, the stress. I would die of stress-related causes. Yeah. You think you're great now. Could you imagine, bro? I reckon my hair would fall out. Well, it often does. Which coaches. it couldn't. Well, that's the thing. It'd be a, it shouldn't, but it, it shouldn't, would. But it might. Yours um, would fall out, mate. That would nah, be Nah, probably not. Nah, I don't think so. Too much. Too much. Too much hair. So the point is, I think I think poor old Bellamy's like, okay, one more year, I'll do one more year, but you promise me this year you'll get a, you'll get a coach, and the board is just like, yeah, we promise yeah, we'll you, Craig. We promise you. Oh, sorry, mate. No one's turned up. No one's turned up. No, Can you do another year? Come Can on. You do another year? They're going to kill him, this board. Leave him alone. Anyway, congratulations to the Titans. I would just like to say, you know, just to have my word in here for when we look back on it in round 27. It's round three. There's You're going to miss season. the eight, aren't you? We're going to make the top four. I still have no doubt about that. I'll get to it. Let's, we, let's bet him. Yeah, let's bet him. Yeah. thousand bucks. He doesn't have to give us a thousand bucks, though. Well, what's he got to give us? Well, he's got to give us something, but maybe he's got to do get, something. Okay, if the if the if Melbourne Storm make the eight, no top four, he said top four. He did tell it. That's so yeah. Top four thousand yeah. bucks to you. Deal in your pocket. But if, if you but if they don't, what do you have to do? He's for got us? To, he's got to dress up in like manly gear or some sort of clothing, and he's got to like walk down the street, maybe in like a baby's diaper. With like a dummy in his mouth. I don't want to. Go, I don't want to get this wrong because I think we no, can do something really, yeah, we gotta, really great here. Yeah. yeah. So what about? Well, because we got. Are we going to come up with this right now? Because otherwise he might be like, "Well, I'm not fucking doing that." I know. So we almost have to. We got to get it. We got to get a sign off now. Or do we put it to the punters and dribblers? Not that they get to decide, but that we put it there. And then we can get, like, we'll put a poll up, we can vote on it, and then we will still have ultimately a deciding factor because he can just say, I'm not going to fucking do that, right? So we need to find something. But they are 
potentially a good source of idea generation. Happy with that? I'm happy with that. Okay, okay. sweet. So we'll clip this up. It'll be on IG and it'll be in the P's and D's. And we'll work out what it is that Dave would have to do if the Storm don't make the top four. Can I tell you something, Dave? Mm-hmm. I reckon that might have been the worst bet anyone's ever made. Yeah. You, there is zero chance you made the top four this year. There's no backing out now either. Even though I'm, you don't I'm, know what you're doing. No, 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 he's I'm a man. Confident. No, he's a man. He's a man. He's a man of his word. He's a man of his word. He's a man of his word. You're a man of your word, aren't you? Don't. I'm out of my word. Okay. Well, he's okay. And the Storm are a team of greatness. So okay. Put those he's a man of his word. Man of his word. He's a man of his word. Roosters beat South, dude. Roosters did beat South. I feel like my your little stat, was, stat was wrong. Dude, it was wrong. Well, no, in fairness to me, they had lost in March before. Sure. So it had happened. Of course, I'm, th- that's, that doesn't matter. The, the stats spoke to an overwhelming Rabbitohs dominance in March. What's... Um, I, I was. The, it's, it's not like the Rabbitohs didn't have fucking chances to win this game. No, they, they didn't. had plenty of chances. To win I this actually game. like this in the sense that ultimately I don't care who wins. From a punting perspective, I was on uh, the Rabbitohs. Yeah, I just it's something about we have so many Roosters supporting mates. Yeah, I've got a fair few. We do, but I've also got a fair few Rabbitohs. But I'm on the reason I don't mind is because. It's like two big dogs just fucking each other up and, you know, taking each other out. Like the Rabbitohs had won. Have they won two games? Or they only won? Uh, they only won one, I haven't they? they only won one, yeah. So they were, were they both on one? Are they both on one win now? No, nah, Roosters on two wins. They beat the Warriors last week. Yeah. There you go. It was, a, it was a battle for two wins. It's funny, after the Bunnies came out round one and beat who? Sharks. Yeah. Mm. There was a whole, like Joey was... Talking about Ilias being the third in line to the New South Wales halfback. Like, everyone was like, bunny. The Holy thing, shit. The and thing, then it just somethings. And then the Roosters, we were like, these guys sling poo for fun. I'll say this. And this is obviously, I'm not, I'm not, there's no disrespect here to the great and the powerful Joey Johns. No, there the isn't. The greatest football of all time. I'm just making, Please a, come on the I'm making a general conversation, uh, general. Statement of fact. Statement around uh, rugby league analysis journalists and shit like that. People think that Tom and I go off early and go off big mm. and throw hyperbole around there like it's going out of fashion. Listen here, hyperbole's not our fucking... It's not our go. It's not our go-to. Analysts and journalists watch one good game of rugby league and that's they've made up their fucking mind on the spot. Like, people had, oh, Rabbitohs, I'll win the comp. Mm. Guaranteed. This is their year. Because they beat a Nico Heinless Sharks in the first yeah. round. Oh, they're starting to attack on the right-hand Lachlan, side now. They went, they the went right. Lachlan Ilias set up Campbell Graham twice, I think. And now all of a sudden he's the fucking incumbent. Well, not the incumbent. He's next in line yeah. for the for the Origin jersey. Like, it, it reminds me of last year when Talakai had a good half against a bloke with the initials MH. And all of a sudden he's better than Mal Meninga. Yeah. And that was us. That was what that was said. That was, was said multiple times. That was the times. greatest half of football by a centre. Nick Ennis said it was the greatest, the greatest half of, of rugby league in the history of the game, I think was said. That's paraphrasing may not be true, but you get the vibe. Everyone was like, if you thought if you think Guru likes to fucking deep throat Jermaine Hopgood, the entire rugby league fraternity had Talakai fucking deep down their throats after a half of footy. And then I'm oh, he's got to be. Oh, he's got to be picked in Origin. Oh, I'm not he's saying he's bad. He's he's not a bad player at all, Talakai. But it's like fucking hell. It wasn't. It wasn't that. It didn't. Tur- it turned out to be not. Tom, he was compared, and it's on the record publicly that he was compared to Mal Meninga. Yeah, like that's a fact. Mm. Mm. So all I'm saying is, it's interesting how after three rounds, Rabbitohs have lost two games now. That maybe that. Oh, 
Rabbit to win the comp statement. Might have been a bit early in the going. Yeah. But the Roosters will be buoyed by this fucking win for sure. It's a brave, tough win. It's a brave, tough win. Great crowd at Allianz, by the way. Yep. What a stadium. Shout out to the taxpayer for getting that done. Shout out to the taxpayer for going the big lift. Uh, and then the stadium itself, jacking the price up for Rabbitohs fans to like 90 bucks a ticket or something. Was that, is that Book of Feud stuff? I saw, yeah, but like that's fucked. Those places should not, I don't know what the final price was, but like, can't, you shouldn't be charging. Who would be in charge of that? Surely the Roosters aren't. The, no. Wouldn't that be the stadium? I don't know, actually. It's interesting because it's not, it might be the stadium. Either way, you shouldn't be fucking paying any more than like 40 bucks a ticket to the rugby league. But you should be able to get low end tickets for like 30 bucks, 40 bucks. Yeah. But like, where, I mean, I guess the, I, I like, like fucking the hill. Brookie's like twenty five bucks or thirty. Yeah, bucks well, so would, would there one like with the ones on like halfway close to the side? They'd be more expensive. Of I course, guess. I'm yeah. talking about you should be able to get a ticket for yeah. something like that. So what they've said here, and it is, it's the Roosters CEO Joe Kelly who's come out and defending it. So it must be them setting the prices. He said, uh, "We've got three tiers this year, and it'll depend on who we play." Yeah. Um, so the top tier of matches is Anzac Day, and then. There's the Souths game, and then the rest of the games are all equal. Okay, so how much is a second-tier game? This was the second-tier game. That was yeah. so, so how much do you make? Uh, tickets start from $90 for an adult. $90? Yes. To go to that fucking game? Yes. Because it's tier two. Yeah, that's fucking... What's tier three? Bro. Out of curiosity. I think $40 is right. what they were charging for so the Warriors premium. game. Dude, that's fucking disgraceful. Fucking $90? I don't think this should be. Te- I don't think you should have tears for. It's a club game. For a club. Yes, game. it's a great game, but like ninety dollars. It a should ticket? be first in best dress. That's fucking. Because you shouldn't concerned. be keeping. I know we're out a week late with this story here because it was just like. Well, I never. I didn't know. Here it was just then. Dude, ninety bucks. Fuck that off. Anyway, that's expensive. That is expensive. Um, <laughs> he said, "This is very waffly." As you can see, it's based on supply and demand. As it is around the world when it comes to sporting events, you'll see dynamic pricing broadly applied by many sporting organisations. Yeah, cool. We're fucking, we're, we're fucking the punter and the dribbler over. And still that's what th- everyone does. Still got 36000 People pay the money. It's, not, it's just like, you're, there are a lot of people, $90 for an adult. Like, imagine if you were taking your wife and your kids and shit. Like, yeah, it's a lot of data. You know what I mean? Man. That's a lot of money to spend. Yeah. That's taking it. And rugby league's a working class game. Like... Oh, you don't need to convince me, Tom. I'm not necessarily going to go through game by game. Cowboys losing to... Cowboys losing to the Warriors fucked everyone. I just had to, right? Like, I don't think there was an upset really before that. Like, Rabbitohs, Roosters, maybe, but not really. Like, this was a fucking ridiculous game. Uh, my, uh, l- listen, the Cowboys were fucking awful. Have this. they got high on their, on their 22 supply? Dude, I, you know what? I, I it, it actually pains me to say this because I like the Cowboys. Yeah. But I think that in the off-season, maybe instead of putting their head downs and their bums up, they didn't have their head down. They just had their bums up stiff with their own fluffs. Yeah, or they had their head down and their bum down, and it was like they met in the middle. I'm, I'm getting f- sniffing your own fluffs off-season season vibes from the Cowboys. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I am. Because you started like a pile of shit. And people had them winning the comp. I know, I know. It's disappointing. They are now, last year they were like, Every, there were a lot of people's second favourite team, I think. Like, I liked them last year as well. But now... They can't be your f- second favourite team. 
Not with the dolphs running around. Not with the fucking the fish getting into their work. Like, how could you not love the fish? But even then, the Broncos, dude. I, I keep saying I can't help it. You and can't have your Broncos your second favorite. They're team. not my second favorite team, but they're just a they're a team of hot hot throbbers. They've got more throbbers per capita than any other player uh, than any other team in the comp right now, in my opinion. Other than Manly, other than Manly, yeah, I'd probably go along with that. There's a fucking lot of hot boys in that side. We'll get to them. But the Cowboys, I'm sorry, but 2022 starting to look like a bit of a fluke. Last 13 plus. Is that fair? Is it fair to say 2022 is a fluke? Might be. Or it was like, that was the year they had to win it. That was their window. Yeah. One year. One season. One year window, baby. One opportunity. Let's keep going. There's not much else to say about that game, except that a Nanai try would have meant a lot to me. Um... Broncos Well, the but you didn't, get, you didn't get Katoa. No, I know, but the thing was ruined from that moment. So it was like, of course, like, it didn't matter what happened after that because from that moment it was ruined. For those of you that watch about even or that don't, I do a fucking bet every week, basically, where I try and pick a try score from every game. I was, had every game, had Colin Matungi for South. Like, I had every game up until Cowboys-Warriors before that game kicked off. A dribbler whose name I'll just say was Max. Sent a DM. Just say Max. I'll just say Max. Sent us a DM going, fuck, don't early crow, but we're looking good. That game, Nanai doesn't score. Then Walsh scores for the Broncos. Adokar for the Dogs. And then Katoa didn't for the Sharks. But it was already fucking done anyway. But you can't listen here. You can't go off that early. Dude, it was the fucking... That's, yeah, the only, only, four, only, what, four games? Four games, You were dude. halfway. Yeah. And as soon as I saw it, because the thing is, if I hadn't seen the message, then I still think it's like it's all right. But I, as soon as I saw it, I just go, you fucking piece of shit. When you put it in that group, I was like, well, Nanai doesn't score now. No. And I had Nanai. I sent you the thing. I go. I knew I knew it straight away. I like, go, do we know this guy? Because his name sounded familiar. So I wasn't sure if I knew him. And you go, nah. And I go, well, this cunt's just fucking, this guy's just early crowed me to death. <laughs> the thing was paying like 10 grand. Yeah, and you did get early crowed to death. Which is unfortunate. But the Broncos, uh, again, the Dragons, look, the Dragons, I'll say this about the Dragons, and shout out to the Mad Dragon, who actually, I've, we've got, we've got to watch that video again. He's got, he put up more content on the weekend, which I've got to watch, but the Dragons aren't as shit as the Tigers. You know, like, I had them for the spoon. I don't think they look spoon-ish right no, now. No, they, they, they don't. don't. They don't. They Happy to don't. call it. They don't. The thing, though, as well, is the, the thing about the Mad Dragon, and this is the beauty of dribbly fans I actually like the Dragons I like him because I like him it's 100% I want him to do, I want to keep seeing him pop backies and jack you know like but I want I want him to get more and more jacked as they get more and more wins yes you know yes I can't help it or maybe or do I want to see losses I want to see losses see how as well. goes as I don't well. really care I, want to both. I don't care if they win or lose but I like him because I like the Mad Dragon Four up, dude the one he did on the weekend where he's in front of his bar the bar's open with three well, very, bar's open but like the three weirdly placed bottles of alcohol that were all confused. Like I didn't even get it. Can we watch that? Yeah. Um, uh, what does he say at the start? I don't. I can't catch it. We watched we'll this twice. Watch, yeah. Also, the Bulldogs have a similar guy to the Mad Dragon who I've seen recently called Brave Dog, who's who's a guy <laughs> which has no Scottish ties at all to the Bulldogs, as far as I'm aware. But he but, gets but around why? in a kilt and Braveheart face paint, and Brave he calls himself Dog. Brave Dog. Like, he is the fucking... 
primo dogs dribbler. You've heard of the Tulsa King. We'll meet the Suncorp King. The Mad Dragons take you over for game day against the Broncos. Okay, so that's Tulsa King is um, that Stallone show. Stallone. On, I've, I've never watched it. No, never. Stallone's in it. Hold on. So what just, drinks just we got? Look, what drinks you got? There's got a, a Glenmorangie Scotch. That looks like a bit of bubbly there, like a, a sparkling. That looks like a sparkling. Yeah. A liqueur, which says liqueur Pedro Amanetti. Amanetti. Uh, Johnny Walker, a can of something and a can of something. Johnny Walker Black Label. And, and a beer down maybe the other a end. seltzer at the right, and maybe like a gin and tonic in that. Yeah, but can. just all spaced out on a wooden table outdoors. It's a it's a sherry that bottle of liquor. <laughs> a sherry, yes. it's a sherry. Okay, I think that's a ginger beer there, second from the right. Great. Well, he's providing non-alcoholic options for people. No, that's the alcoholic ginger. Beer. Oh, okay. Like the ones we've got. Zoom there. back out now, Dave. Well, bars open, Tom. This was his fight. This was his to get everyone horny for the game. G'day, Dragons fans. It's game day, and today we take on the Broncos, who have been on. Fire. Oh, this is a different one. They have been burning up the competition. The most impressive team during the opening two weeks. And today, we roll on to their turf to take on this team on fire. So the way I look at it, we've got two choices. One, we can give in to fear. We can quit. <laughs> Roll over. Be scared. Be scared. Give up. And then we burn up. <laughs> Option two. We say screw it. Screw it! <laughs> screw fear! We barrel through. When we come out the other side, we'll be stronger than you ever thought possible. But for any of this stuff to happen, for any of this stuff to happen, we have to have each other's backs. Each and every single one of us. We have to become part of each other's families. <laughs> we do that. I swear to you. I swear to you. We will put out the Broncos fire once and for all. So come on, Dragons fans! Fire! <laughs> this staunch at the end. Bars open. <laughs> oh, dude, he's so good. Bars open. Oh, that Photoshop job is phenomenal. <laughs> oh, my God. That is phenomenal. Fucking dribbly. That'll be in the YouTube if you're just listening. Um, now, where's his backflip? Has he, has he done another backflip? It's on his on Facebook. Facebook. <coughs> Got to watch his backy. Yeah, get to the Facebook. Um, yeah, the Dragons, mate, the Dragons didn't look shit at all. Well, they, like, they, they was 18 they got, blown, they, got, like, they got blown apart in, like, a 10-minute period. Yeah. They were up at halftime. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was 18 all at one point. I think it was 18 all with 10 minutes to go or something, wasn't it? And then they just fucking spanked him. Here we go. This isn't the same one. It's the first one. We've got to find that. No, that... That was the first one. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Ah, there we go. Here this we is go. a slow pan up as well, I think. Start it again. This. 
This is the peak male form. This is perfection. And so long as the dragons keep winning, I'm going to continue to attempt backflips into the pool. Simple, I know. But here we go. Ah. You ready for this? This voiceover is fucking phenomenal. Uh, wait, which one? Like, uh, <laughs> Come on, dragons, dragons! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Still landing head first. Yeah. Oh, that was good. That's I good can't shit. believe that didn't work. <coughs> I can't believe that. Didn't Mate, work. it almost did it. 18 all with that fucking fart again. He's probably like, this thing is, this thing's on. Keep doing them, Mad Dragon. Keep, Keep doing, doing them, it. Mate. There's, I can't. You, listen, there's no way that they win the spoon with that bloke fucking cheering There's no on. way, There's no way in the world. Same way the dogs don't win the spoon. They've got a brave dog on their hands. Um, Bulldogs beat the Tigers. Interesting game, this one. Tigers Tell you what, I like... I don't know if this is fucking St. Peter or what's going on here, but taking this game back to Belmore was good stuff. Yep. Suburban footy, baby. You can't beat it. Belmore's a good ground. Fucking oath. Trains. There's like a train track running right behind Right next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Listen, the dogs were humping them until... Uh, 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 what, three tries? 66, 69, 70th minutes. Three tries, real quick, got them back into it. But before that, it was, it was pretty brutal. Dogs just seem like they are a better team. It was twenty six, and they're just trying to like find themselves. Consistency, yeah, like they're good and they make shit happen. But then they just like they fall away or they have. Well, Manly had a Manly had a lapse in judgment, mate, on the weekend. Lapses happen. They happen, but I wouldn't compare us to the Bulldogs. That's disgraceful. Now the final game, Eddie, you fucked me here. I did. The bloody Raiders. I told you. I told you. I told everyone that listen. Sharks can't beat the Raiders. Raiders will get up. Now, obviously, I was on the fucking Raiders here. Tom was on the Sharks. I'd done the stats. Raiders have now won nine or ten in a row against the Sharks. I think it's ten. Talk about fucking hoodoo sides. But I was thinking about it, Tom. I think the moment that Ricky Stewart... We met him at the races mm. in the off-season and he invited us down to fucking Canberra. I think that's the moment that he and I moved on. And maybe I should really be taking that as well as like a... I need to be more pro-raiders in my thinking. Because obviously, I have... I probably had the worst tipping record with the Raiders in living memory, mm. right? Mm-hmm. We know that. Mm. I've been fucking awful. But it took a couple of beers at the races, sitting down, breaking bread, yep. me and Ricky, to turn the tide. Looking each other in the eye, shaking We did. Hands. I looked him in the eyes. We shook hands. And I knew that there was something there. A forgiveness. Not a forgiveness isn't the right word, but like an understanding. Yeah, respect. Respect. Mutual respect. Exchange phone numbers, you know, it's nice. Yeah, we... Have I got his phone number? Yeah, I do. Does that mean something? Yeah. Fucking oath it doesn't it does. mean it doesn't mean nothing. Doesn't mean nothing. Raiders go out there, get the job done. Mm. They played pretty well. 
They played pretty well. Sharky's missing Nico Hines. That's okay. But I mean, is Nico, Trindle's pretty good. Like, is Nico... Trindle's pretty good. Are the Sharks a bit, di- like, high on their own supply? Like, are I they... Think, I think Nico will make a big difference. Mm. Will Kennedy's a fucking footballer just he quietly. Footballer. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, kid can play. And Britton Nakora put one of the most brutal hits on Foggy I've ever seen. Like, mm. snapped him almost clean enough. There's half. been some serious snappings in 2023. Like, it seems like... Joey been, Manu got a... Oh, no, it was um, Suali'i got Suali'i. a fucking good one on... Ilias, I think. Ilias. Snapped Jesus Ilias. Christ. Couple of snappings in the Manly game, but, like, just snappings generally in Rugby League 2023 seem to be a little bit more prevalent, which I'm for. Fucking oath. I year love a good snapping. snapping. Uh, Is it year of the snapping? Maybe. Did you see in this game, so Danny Levi went off pretty early on with a broken jaw. Is it broke? Oh, that looks fucked. Did yeah. you see someone walking up like holding their jaw together? You're like, oh, dude, that looks like a fucking tough time. Yeah, so apparently NRL and Raiders officials were like essentially doing an emu bob on the field at halftime looking for his teeth. Fuck off. Nah. Did they uh, find them? No, nah, they didn't find him. Fucking emu bob for teeth. An emu bob for teeth is grim. That is grim. Wow. I've never heard of an emu bob for teeth on a footy field at halftime. That's brutal as fuck, though, isn't it? That's the rugby league version of, like, in in polo when snooty people walk onto the field and, like, fill in the divots and shit. I didn't even know that. I've never seen a game of polo. But it makes sense. The rugby league version of cleaning divots. Is picking up teeth. Looking for teeth. But, obviously, Danny Levi went off real early. People were worried for me, but I wasn't because Tom Starling, whose house I stay at every year in Evoca, comes on. Good sign for me. Yeah, it is a good sign. That's a real good sign. Uh, but he's also a fucking good player, wasn't he? He was chosen to start ahead of... Uh, Hodgson. Hodgson. It's, Ricky likes to fucking mix it up with his hooker rotations. Um, obviously, Danny Levi, a former Manly player fame. Hope you're getting better soon, brah. Hope they find your teeth, or at least give you some freshies. Is this, So it's obviously better to, to find your teeth and glue them back in. Than fake ones, I guess so. But also, like, maybe it means you can just now go. You know what? Or do you get f- more out of a fake tooth? Well, I think a fake tooth you've got for life, right? Like, I'm 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 saying, is technology at a point, Tom, where having a fake tooth is it's going to stand up to the rigors of every day more than? And a you don't have to worry about like obviously you still clean them, but it's not like the the the, the ramifications of like an infection or a fucking cavity or whatever is just like that's they, what I'm talking gone. about. You don't need to worry about that. Robot shit. teeth, robot teeth, baby. You can just chew. You can chew with reckless abandon. Listen, if I could get robot teeth that didn't look weird, like didn't look veneer-y, I would. What like do like it. not too veneery too? Yeah, not just like white fucking. You'd get them. I, yeah, you'd probably. get all your teeth taken out and fake ones put in. That's quite an operation. Yeah, it is quite an operation. It is quite an operation. But I'm saying, if you, if you my if teeth, they, I got so many fucking chips in my mouth, the teeth, and the do, the dentist can't do shit about it. I'm like, why can't they do anything about it? Because they're small, small but, chips. Yeah. How often do you chip them? What are you chipping them on? Redskins and shit. <laughs> probably, mate. These a couple, a couple of my teeth got proper chipped, and then the thing that they like they fixed them. And then just little bits are broken away and they're like, it's just not, there's no point. Then I got like cut down here. I must have said this before, but just like, just chip, little chip fucking bits in my mouth. I don't recall you, we talk, us talking about your chipping. I got a gold tooth. Where? What the fuck? 
I didn't know you had a gold tooth. <laughs> Sorry, dude. There's a lot of things you don't know about me, I guess. Clearly. A gold Clearly. tooth, dude. Gold tooth. How long have you had a gold tooth for? Years. Why? Uh, so I had to have Is it actually made of gold? Yeah, it? no, it's gold. I had to have a root canal and they were like, we can give you a tooth-coloured tooth, a silver-coloured tooth, or a gold-coloured tooth. And I think the tooth-coloured one was way more expensive. I was like, well, I'll go gold over silver. Bit of fucking, it's at the back of your mouth. Who gives a fuck? So you were, says, this was when you were paying for it. So you got the gold one. Because it was cheaper. I don't mind it. Kind of cool, huh? I don't hate it. Eh? Mate, bit of gold. So they try to fuck you with a tooth-coloured tooth. Yeah, tooth-coloured tooth going to cost you more. I'm like, thanks, dickheads. We'll just make it gold then. And the, I don't give a fuck. Interesting. You wouldn't want it. You probably wouldn't want gold at the front, though. I'm not a gold at the front sort of guy. I couldn't pull that off. Some people can pull it off. I can't pull a gold at the front of your mouth off. What are the? What are the? What's that jewelry called? Grills. Grills. Oh, dude. Someone make us some grills. That'd be fun. Reach out if you make grills. There might be a baggy green up for you. If Manly, also, and if someone if someone doesn't send them send us grills, if, when Manly wins the comp this year, we'll get grills, mate. We can, we should get Manly Premiership grills. Yeah, Diamante started Premiership grills. <laughs> I think that's we definitely do that if we win the comp or when we win the comp. But also if you're in the grills business, reach out. Reach out if you're in the grills business. We could do with some grills. Are they like mouth guards? Like how does one how does one how does one insert a grill? I think you just put them over your teeth. Yeah, so they'd be like molded to your mouth. Do they just slip on? Yeah, and then slip off. Yeah, I think so. You yeah. don't see grills as much as you used to. Grills were a very sort of like two thousand and two to two thousand and seven, eight, nine sort of a period when Paul Wall was cool. For any that remember who the fuck that is. Lil Wayne and shit. He was a big grills guy. Yeah, but I think mm. Paul Wall was like the grills rapper. He started grills. He was like, I'm a grill. I don't know if he had a grills business, but he was like, he might have even had a song called Grills. There was a song called Grills. Definitely. Yeah. No, Grills was by Nelly. Nelly. Nelly My also apologies. a big grills operator. Apologies to Nelly. Nelly but, sorry, Nelly Grills featuring Paul Wall. There you go. There you go. There you go. So let Nelly, me see your grills. Is that what it is? That the song? Was it like, let me see your grills? Please tell me that was it. Uh, Which is just such a basic. So it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. About to start an epidemic with this shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, I want to hear the chorus. Down by this point, he might have and picked up the grill and picked up the grill. He did have the band aid on the face for the longest Ages, time. Ages, bro. 
Good. I'm glad we were we were correct there yeah, about Paul Wall. Your grill. Yeah, yeah. Your, your grills. grills. That's good. That's, <laughs> Let me see your what? <laughs> Let me see your grill. That's good. Yeah, that's good shit. I like um, that. Look, that's rugby league. Is, it, I don't, is there any talking points that have come out of the game? I don't think so. It all seems like it's been pretty fucking straight up. There's and a couple down. of like you know suspensiony tackle things. He was a fuck about that. I will say one thing, Eddie. Yeah, mate. Just while we're on Sunday, you know, Sunday sport. Uh, the Thick Ropes County officially finals bound. I saw that post. I saw that post. Finals bound. We had how, the does, most, how does that work? Does everyone get a crack? If you don't come last, you get the finals. And so you came second we last. Came, we won our last game of the season to get off the bottom of the ladder to make finals. And I'm not joking. Like, we've been bashed and beaten plenty of times. This was our greatest ever victory like we beat the shit out of this team was that were they that did they end up coming last the team you yeah. beat yeah so it was a battle to make the, the final. battle to make it they were six for 30 we had them six for 30 i took a couple of screamers in the outfield i was actually standing there filming it was a bit of morning dew fielding and like your, your fields sort of cross over with other fields and they've hit the ball out like along the ground. I've gone to get it, slipped over. Like it's, I've run past it, slipped over. Then as I'm trying to get up to get it, try to stop a boundary, I slip again and I'm like crawling like this pathetic loser. And then this guy who's like fielding this thing next to me just like leans over and goes, I hope I fucking hear about that on the podcast. I'm like, <laughs> ah, shit. So you had to. Well, I had to. I had to. But dude, we got them all out for 53. Who took the wickets? Mate, we had um, a new a new friend join us, Ty, Ty Austin. He's uh, uh, he was a, a debutante for the ropes. His figures were fucking hor- they were hectic. Three for four off two overs. Yeah, three for four off two. Streety was one for none off one ball. But we got the last wicket of the day on his first ball. Nice, Streety. Yeah, Willie B, Chapo, Chicka, the skip got a couple of brave wickets. What's skip bowl? Uh, medium pace, bit of swing. Nice. You know what? It's 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 uh it's Sunday fast. Sunday like fast in, from Skip. Well, as in like he's a quick bowler in a Sunday competition. Is he the quickest five. bowler in your side? No, fuck no. Who's the quickest? Uh Chapo or Willie B would have to be the the ones with the most wheels. They bowl some heat. They bowl some serious heat. Um, relatively speaking. But then we just went in there and fucking thirty eight, mate. Not out. Well, I carried the bat, mate. I just had to get us over the line. Streety, 11 from 11, caught. James Harvey. First ball. He was like, I'm here for a good time. And he just went straight for it. Well, there was a hat trick, actually. Streety out, Harvey first ball. Then Willie B facing the hat trick ball and just fucking just avoided it. But it was these guys, the team we were playing against, was, they, were, they were a fun opposition. There was like, they were a team. It was all Indian blokes, I believe. And so they were like, tactically, you couldn't understand what the fuck they were doing because they were all just talking in in like another language it was just fucking fun it actually felt like a real battle it felt but like felt like you're on tour it felt like we were you know we we're out there <laughs> um but anyway we're finals bound felt so. like you're in the fifth test or something mate yeah seriously mate yeah felt like it <laughs> really did because we got them we got them we got it we got like seven wickets we got uh, and then the last one the last wicket they just you just bat by yourself right and so they had like eight overs to go and so this guy, you have to, you can only run doubles or hit boundaries. So this guy's like just blocking it. It just felt like a test match. It was so fucking hot. And then we got him out and humped him. But finals bound. Just wanted to let everyone know. Shout out to the Nelson as well. That's our uh, 
official clubhouse where we go back to and we get a jug of beer if we win. They give you a jug? Yep. <laughs> Shout out to Crackers. Great deal. Yeah. No, it's, you can't turn that deal down. Though. That's a great deal. That's a great deal. Great deal for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For him. He's a fucking operator. Yeah, he is. He Smart. Is. Astute yeah. businessman. Got to respect that. Got to respect the fuck out of that. But I hurt my thumb. You never escape unscathed, mate. It's the price of fucking... It's the price of greatness. I hurt my thumb taking a couch. The bruise has gone down, though, so it's not really... It's not really... I've actually got... I've just, I've just found a, a bit of a graze on my knee. That would have been... And I'm, and it's, I know, I'm not, I'm not a big grazed. <laughs> Dude, kids are grazed. <laughs> oh my God. I saw it the next day. He goes, what the hell, what's that? And I grazed, go, grazed. I go, daddy banged his knee into the table at work. Yep. Knowing full well. I had a scratch on my face as well. From what? From, not from a, an alleged wrestle between two young, follically gifted podcasters. No. I didn't scratch her. Well, I had a shave the next day and there was a scratch on my face. So Maybe I did. Listen, <laughs> dude, I'm not ruling that out. No, you shouldn't. Um, before we get to the biffs, show us this Baz Lanka getting fucking ironed out, I assume. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, fuck. Fucking hell. Oh, oh, my God. Did he get fucked on? He was still standing. He doesn't even go down. Like, he might have fell to the ground, but he got up and there was a bit of argy-bargy afterwards. Which Dude, that would have you... AFL's pretty rogue like it that. It is hey? rogue like that. Like, they don't have yellow cards or... Look at that, dude. So you don't get sent off for that? They don't have send-offs. Will he get, like, reported? Yeah, I think he's copping three weeks at least or something. Has to be, right? Yeah. There was, um, there was another one as well. Bang. In the, in the Crows game. Who, did, did our Swannies get up? Yeah, Swannies yeah, pumped the Suns. Fucking Suns. Pumped the Suns. Oh, that one seems legit. Yeah, I don't think that one was as hard. Started again? And he didn't just missile himself off the ground. Oh, oh. that's how you see the sweat leave his head and shit. And look at the look at the Seki in the background being like, whoa. <laughs> I tell you what. Look at this Seki. <laughs> oh. See, I feel like in the AFL you can shoulder charge. Is that am I wrong with that? Like hip and shoulder? I think you can. I could be wrong though. Last weekend, Tom, based on what we've just seen out of the AFL and the NRL, weekend for snappings. Yeah, yeah, it was. You almost put a, a, a compilation of snappings together every week. Doos, 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 doos. They fucking should be doing it. Um. Anyway, just quickly before we wrap this bitch up. Unless there's anything I've forgotten, but the UFC on the weekend, um, Rocky, Rocky, Kamaru, and Rocky, and um, Gagey and Fizev or Fiziev, Teddy Atlas. Now we're talking about it in the commentary. Teddy Atlas said that a fighter, after becoming champion, he believes they upskill just by almost virtue of winning the belt by 30%. Yeah. Like, they get 30% better. 30 to 20%, I think he said. Which is why, like, they say that usually, and this was a trilogy, that the trilogy fights usually go to the one who's previously won it, like the most immediate victor. He but was he, he outclassed the fuck out, out of him. Outclassed the fuck out of him. He kicked the fucking shit out of him. I know. He was kicking him low because he was trying to set, set up, up the head kick. But he was kick. also like, of course they're going to... 
worked that, right? Like, But he was also like, he, he was disciplined the whole fight. Good yeah. for him. He protected his head. But he kicked the fuck out of him, yeah. bro. Like, those body kicks and leg kicks were fucking brutal. He got, he got him one in, like, early in the first round. And you could just see it was when uh, Kamara being like, Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. He was trying to leap up after rounds and shit. I'm like, you're in pain. Yeah, you're in trouble here, buddy. You could just tell. Leon looks so calm and collected. Yeah, he's cool. It's it's great that he has won again because now Usman, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. He, surely they're not fighting again, right? He's 35. His knees are fucked. Fucked. He, he, he's already beaten everyone else in the division. So, like, who's he going to fight? Maybe, like, who, who's there for him? To, are we just going to – does anyone be, care? It would just be frustrating from his perspective, right? Like, because your knees are fucked. You're getting towards the end. And it was still a close fight. No, 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 but he was dominating that second fight. First, oh, sorry, yes, the most, the one that just. The and then he gets head kicked, knocked out, and now comes back and gets completely outclassed. Yeah, because like it was, was a lot. It was a lot closer than I think. One judge had a draw, but that was only because, for context, punters dribblers Leon Edwards held him the cage, lost a point. Yes, but outside of that, he got punched. No, no, he definitely won it. He definitely won it, which is like the fights that it opens up in the welterweight oh, division yeah. now. Ooh, he wants yeah. to apparently, like, because they had Colby there where you like, the UFC is clearly just setting this up for he, a fight the, against bro, Colby. The, the camera was on Colby the whole, the whole time. time. But you forget that him and uh, Leon, uh, Leon and, and Masvidal had the three-piece in a soda backstage where Masvidal just cracked him in the fucking head. Well, Masvidal's fighting... Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns on that, on that Miami card against an Adesanya's fighting Pereira. Pereira. I think... That Masvidal. They introduced him, by the way, as the like in the fucking promos as like the BMF holder, bad motherfucking who, Masvidal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> I'm like, are we still talking? Yeah, about yeah I know that? he's the BMF champion, which is like, it's silly. Fuck? It's silly, but he was a bit of a journeyman fighter, Masvidal, and then he beat Darren Till in like with a vicious KO in London. Darren Till was off the back of a title fight. Darren Till had heaps of hype. Then he goes and I think knees the absolute bejesus out of um, Ben Askren. First, seconds who of the match. history will tell you wasn't far away from retirement and had had heap injuries and shit. Was a good fighter, though, when he was at the top. It was a hell Bellator. of a knee. It was a hell of a knee. That's, that knee just sets, that just gets tons wagon. But then, doesn't he then go and, does he then fight Nate for the BMF? Pretty sure. Or does um, he fight somebody in between? Or did he fight for the title? He may have, may have fought for the title, the first one against Kamara. Either way, he he beats it was Nate. The Nate one was sort of the, it was a doctor stoppage, but it was like it was the fight was brewing. That was a great fight. When he fights the best of the best, he seems to fucking lose. He got absolutely fucking dominated by Colby, absolutely dominated by Kamara. You're assuming if the Leon fight happens, he'll get dominated, but I think he'll get fucking dominated by Gilbert Burns. I think he'll get dominated too. And I, then this fight will never that happen. That fight against. Nate Diaz deserved five fucking rounds. Yeah, like it did. It, like, I know it was, I, it was, it was, it was a scheduled for five rounds, yeah. but it got called early because Nate had a cut, did he? Yeah, it was a gr- but Nate, Nate Diaz fucking sneezes and his eyebrows split open. Like, yeah. just let it go. Who let it go. Shit? Let the boys play. Yeah. Um, but, but, if, but if he gets over, if he gets over Gilbert Burns, Masvidal, then you could very well, there's a, you know, see Leon, like Leon wants to fight. Masvidal. Because also, it's a fucking payday from hell. Like, that oh, thing yeah. sells well, itself. You want, you want that fucking payday, baby. That thing sells itself. Justin Gagey is a motherfucker. If I can, 
if I shout out to Scope and Mace, he is a fucking dog. He's a dog. Dude. He's he, a dog. Fizeev was, is. It, a lot of people, I think Fizeev was favourite. His favourite, he's the next, he's like the up and coming guy. The sort of top five of the lightweight division has sort of been an incestuous, we all fight each other and fucking whatever. And it was like, this is some fresh blood coming in. And he was he was good, dude. He was fast and he had combos and he was hitting the shit out of him. And then Gagey just, just is Gagey, just bites down and starts throwing. He's a fucking psychopath. Psycho. Some of the shots he was hitting him with, uppercuts. He, he, you should have, Fazeev's face at the end of that fight was fucked up. You're just like, oh, dude, Justin Gaethje. Oh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his work. Same. But that was like, that almost just. Big fan of his work. Oh yeah, you want to come and have a, you want to come and have a crack at the top five? That was, that was, that was, that was very much, that was very much a welcome to the top five. Yeah, this is the standard, bruh. You know, you got to do a lot more to get through me. Like I'm a fucking weapon. Sorry. Yeah. And Off I can your take chart. a punch. Off your trot. There was a bit at the end of the fight where Fazeev was saying it to him, and they didn't. They, they picked it up a little bit on microphone, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but he was like, it was. It was basically like every punch. He was like pointing at Gagey's hands and being like, every ha- every your hands are damaged. Like every punch you threw was de- like. Can you imagine a motherfucker like? Saying that to someone to, to you after a fight, like you're so hectic. It's like every punch this guy was throwing was cutting him open and just fucking him up. And the guy out remarking after the fight, being like, "You just absolutely annihilated me." Even though again it was a close fight, but Gagey just the, the man, the motherfucker. Again, it's shit. You hear stuff like that, and you're just like, "That's not my world." No, <laughs> keep me out of that world. I, I think about that. I don't actually. want to be in that world. The the I like watching that world. Love that world. I like putting a fucking fur on and maybe commentating that world, but I don't want to be in that world. No. Dude, the, the, to get in there and have to like... And like laughing with someone after a round of bashing each other. I like, know. It's uh, fucking... It's absurd. Huh? It's absolutely absurd. Like, I, I just kept looking at fucking Usman getting fucking leg kicked to the midriff constantly. And I thought to myself, that could possibly the most be the most uncomfortable thing anyone's going Painful. through. Comfortable seems like you're underselling it, but I know what you're saying. But even with even with Gagey kicking Fazeev's legs, you're seeing them just welt up and swell in different areas. You're like, fuck this. My dude. leg would break in half. Straight away. Straight away. Like no ifs, no buts. And I drank a fuckload of milk growing up, so my legs are fucking strong, dude. They'd snap an arm. They'd go, they'd go. No amount of no amount of fucking no amount uh, of milk will protect dairy farmers no, will protect that's you. Right. That's Shout right. Shout out to dairy farmers. Um but shout out to Leon. I'm a big fan of Leon. Yep. The um, what is the next the cut? So like coming up, there's so f- so the next. Well, there's a fight night coming up with uh, which is like bantamweight. It'll sort of work out who's probably the next contender Max, is at bantamweight. Is Max Holloway fighting on one coming up? Yeah, he is. Max is now that fucking poor old Max Holloway. So that Marlon Vera versus um, go back Dave to the fight night. Sanhagen Marlon Vera. When's that? Is that next Sunday? Dude, that'll be a good fight. That'll be a really good fight. Where's it gone? It's gone Where's somewhere. it gone? Yeah. Click on UFC uh, 287. Click on UFC 287. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. 26th Marlon, of March. When's that? Jesus Christ. Sunday. Holly Holmes still fighting? Fuck me dead. Um, yeah, so that's next Sunday. Marlon Vera, Corey Sanhagen. Like, that's a bit of a, like, title challenger eliminator, I think. Or maybe one to, to fight uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Then... But then the we title. get UFC 287, Adesanya rematch with Pereira and Gilbert Burns, Masvidal. That is the 
Easter long weekend. Yeah. The 8th. That's a good one. What That's time is it? 12 p.m.? Perfect. Terrific. Perfect. Right in like smack bang in the middle of... Um, smack bang in the middle of Easter lunch. Yep. Great. Great. I'll be skipping. Um, we'll have to. That's a sick card, dude. That's a sick one. And then the next one is a Holloway. Poor uh, old Max. Fight night. Fight night. That's what happens. And and Arnold Allen is like sort of the next man up in that division. It's like you get to other, you get to championship status. Then you start, like, you lose three to Volkanovski, and it's like, okay, now you're just the guy that people need to get through to get to the guy. Now now you're the main event on a on fight, a fight night. night. Yeah, that's tough. That's real tough. UFC 288, have they announced that yet? I don't think they have. Well, they have. Sterling, Sterling Cejudo, Cejudo Oliveira, right. Dariush. So they haven't announced 289s. Bryce Mitchell back. Bryce Mitchell of Flat Earth of fame. Hectic. They've got some just some bangers. I was thinking about this idea just like when I was watching this back last night because I already that I already had the results, but I was like, I need to watch these fights. And in the same way, where from like a familial context, if Manly's playing, my lovely wife knows that it's like a Manly's playing. Yep. I think I need to start blocking out big UFCs. Just go listen. The problem is. Is that you've got to block out like you've nine got hours. You, no no you've got to you've got to go you've got to have the wherewithal to block out the time because I knew this fight was on and I woke up and checked my phone I woke up early because I didn't do anything Saturday night I'm like oh fuck this fight's in England yeah I fucked that up I saw the and results then I was on like, Instagram oh this is going to be on fucking soon 8 a.m. I actually like an 8 a.m. fucking main event card Sunday morning it worked for me on this occasion yeah it does it's, look it can be okay depending on what your Saturday night was. The best is still the 2 p.m. start. The, the, the difference is I can have a Manly game playing in the house. I can't have people bashing each other while, like, the kids are running around. Like, I just don't think that is for young eyes to see, like, no. to see Fazeev's face. You know what I mean? Split open. No, it's Someone getting not. kicked in the head. Probably, probably Slow-mo uppercut shots. Evie's like, what are they doing? I'm like, yeah, oh, don't worry. It's a bit barbaric. Yeah. It's a bit barbaric for young minds and young eyes. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you've just got to have the wherewithal to be like, okay, this is the day that it's going to be on. Where is it being fought? Because otherwise, if, you, if yeah, you've you locked in the afternoon, out. you're fucking down the beach all morning. Yeah, you're in you trouble. you play eyes up. I think I need, and I now I'm at like... A shout out to the UFC app, which does allow you to watch it whenever the fuck you want. Yes, it does, which is great. And that's what I did. Um, but I am seeing more and more... Why it's important for for well, I'm for a man because I am a man. Sorry to tell you, um, man cave or like not even a man cave. Not like well, I need to have my fucking dude. Dude, I need a room with a TV and a door that can be locked. Mate, a man cave is one hundred percent. Like the older you get, the more you like fucking oath. I need an area outside of the house, probably down the back. Yeah, ideally. Where I've got my fucking pool table, I've got my look, my whiskeys up there, yeah. I've got an ice machine, I've that. got comfort, I've got a pool table, TV, I've rock got a solid TV, internet, I've got rock solid internet, and maybe I've got a fucking a tool shed in there as well. Maybe I've got a drop saw. What am I using a drop for? None of your business. Nah, bro. shut up. But maybe I'll need one. Mm. I've got my fucking my my, my my Milwaukee's up there. Yeah, exactly, dude. Because I'm a d- fucking. Because I'm actually a motherfucker. Bit know, of WD forty lying around. WD forty up there, some Tarzan glue and shit. Yes, that's Sellies. Sellies, bruh. Yeah. You know what I'm talking I'm about. I'm a Keita. 
fucking oath. I got my fucking jewel bits up there. Yeah. I got my fucking... Hammers with Spanish hammers. shifters. That's what I need. Oh, you need shifters. You need shifters, You need dude. shifters And the, the one house. that you can... You know what else is up there? Ball pump. Fuck yeah, dude. Ball pump Ball needle. Pump. Uh, but you know what else I got? Spare needle. I got a little electric pump for pumping up fucking... Whatever. Pools. Yeah. Like, I don't know, fucking slip and slides and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you need that. Blowing up anything. Tell you what you need. Push mower. The one with the one out there that, you know, gets full of grass out the back and you Push dump mower. it in the fucking... Fucking oath. You need your mower up there and yeah. your whipper snipper yeah. and your blower. You need a blower. You got to have a blower. Have to have a blower. Need a blower. Good broom. Couple of brooms. Yep. Right. You, you need a you need a little jerry can of fuel up there. You definitely need. Well, fuck, mate. What you're not gonna? How are you gonna? How are you gonna? 100%. How are you, you gonna do. fill up the the push mower or your or your whipper? Hundred percent. Oh, you need your whipper snipper, baby. You need fucking whipper snipper. Um, twine, twine, string, whatever need, that shit need, is. Yeah, you need string and twine. Fuck yeah. you do. Hundred percent, you do. You do. 100% you do. You know what else you need to do up there? Bit of coolant laying around. Fuck, mate. If you don't have coolant... You need a bit of coolant laying around, baby. Yeah. Fucking need that coolant. Motor oil. Fucking oath motor oil. Bit of engine oil up the back yeah. there. Tell you what you need. A couple of, couple of rags that are just done. Dirty old, old rags. You know, you know what you need shit. up there? Bit of old clubber. Yeah, bit of old clubber. We'll some put boots. Put on. Some work boots. Shorts. Fucking oath. Put your work clubber on. Yeah. That's what you need up the back. Yeah. In your man cave. In your man cave. And a deadbolt on the door. Internal. Yeah. Because yep. I don't want one where it's like you can still open the door. It's and like if you I got, need a dead bomb. And if you got fucking rich, I'd be coding that bitch yeah. up. Thumbprint. Fucking oath. Eye scan. Yeah. Intruder alert. Yeah. Wife trying to come in. Yeah. Intruder care. alert. Uh, any one of my family trying to get in. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Do you want me to eliminate them, sir? <laughs> if you got to. I'll tell you what you do if you got really like fucking upper level sort of, you know. If you, got, if you got shit. fucking rich and you wanted to like level up your man cave, you give your your wife and your kids a different code. So when you open it up, you're not there. You're not there. Different room. <laughs> you open or you get a what? You get a notification and the seat you're sitting in just drops below the floor <laughs> to another man cave, to your emergency man cave, and you're sitting there. Oh, he mustn't be here. Anyway, oh, he's there. He's he there, just, all right? <laughs> he's there underneath. <laughs> Underneath the floorboards. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> yeah. That's what you need. That's what, that's you, what, need. That's what you need, That's what you need. That's what you need. So I, can watch, so I can watch grown adults bash each other. But, like, you remember back to when you were young growing up and they used to do those, like, fucking beer ads where the... the man the, caves the, all the, met in the, the corner. All man caves met yeah. in the corner. And you're like, oh, that's, like, a funny idea, but, like... Do we really? You don't really need a man cave. I tell you what, the men of that time. Give a tip. You need a fucking man cave. The men of that time were all like people our age when that was going on. They would have been like, "Fuck, dude, I need that." Not just like, "Oh, that's a funny way to sell me beer." No, there would have been men our age now and older, obviously going. That's a fucking dream setup. So the goal is to make enough money just to have that. Yeah, our own man caves of that ilk. Yes. With the drop-down seat technology, I need that. Well, you do need the the DST. I don't know if you can actually like that's. You got to explore the, I guess the what's required for. Well, that. DST technology exists, yeah. Tom. It's just about how much it costs. It's just about a cost issue. It's a cost. Once issue. you work out the cost, you set the goal, and then you achieve, you you have you now have like steps. In, this is what I need to do to get to where I need to have a 
drop down seat technology exactly in my man cave well mate the, the, it's just the floor going in and you dropping down like yeah. in Wallace and Gromit they used to do all the time Wallace and Gromit <laughs> fucking you ever seen chicken run bro it's fake that sort of shit's a piece of piss oh, you'd be like oh they're play-doh it's based on real life yeah bro. yeah claymation is based off something yeah life yeah real life yeah you ever see like was 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 Gromit the guy or was Wallace the guy Wallace was the guy. But Wallace, like, mate, you'd see Wallace like Wallace would wake up and hit a button next to his bed, and the toaster'd start. But cooking. Wallace was a fucking genius. The bread'd like pop up, roll down some shit into yeah. the toaster, cook He'd up. He'd wake up and fall down a chute and get changed on his way down. Yeah, and he had a thing that brushed his teeth. Yeah, which some would say is lazy in the extreme. I'd say the guy's just optimizing his life. Well, he's optimizing his time. Yeah, because time is everything. Because he's got. It's the only them. commodity you can't buy. Yeah. Know that poor old Wallace sitting there. Was Wallace always chasing Gromit? Yeah, a long time uh, between Wallace and Gromit. Viewers. No, Gromit. Gromit would just Gromit would keep an eye on Wallace, really. So it was really okay. What was the chicken? Was there a chicken, or was that Chicken Run? That was Chicken Run, which I think was made by the same creators. No, Chicken Chicken Run, which was a great movie. Um, they were also, I think, in the second Wallace and Gromit, they did come up against an evil penguin, which may be where you're getting. Confused. Maybe I'm getting confused there. But Wallace and Gromit, I thought, was also a TV show before it, it was. A film, yeah, film no, series. it was. Feathers McGraw, this guy was evil, dude. <laughs> Feathers McGraw was fucking badass. Look at Feathers there, dude. Yeah, yeah. Don't, oh, with a gun? Yeah, yeah. Feathers was fucking evil, bro. Yeah. Okay. Feathers McGraw, shout out to him. I the Wrong Trousers, great fucking episode of TV. Mm. That's elite. <laughs> that is elite. Yep. The Wrong Trousers. You got me in a real fucking mood for watching The Wrong Trousers now. Yeah. Um, anyway. I think that's us. Is that us? I think so. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>